This is James still. James Martone. Okay, brother Freddie, I'm back now. Okay. Good evening, Radio Land Podcast, Block Talk Radio, Hossie Gospel Radio. We are glad to be with you this evening as we interview uh, Mr. Uh, James Martone Sr. Uh, and he's going to go inside of, of the situation, uh, and we were interviewing him from <clears throat> uh, his home this evening. And we're going to talk about uh, the case uh, dealing with his son, James Martone Jr., and we're going to ask him to go in detail because radio and, and all our listeners on Block Talk Radio and need to know how in this country, how we're treated as citizens, uh, even before we get sentenced in the system, and how they're being, we're being portrayed as citizens in, in, in the land of the free. And America needs to hear this. This is, this is our time to allow America to see what we do to our own. Now, at this particular time, we're so glad to have Mr. Freddie uh, Howard from the executive producer of Public Relations for the National Association of Black Defenders. And he's also uh, the CEO of Housey Gospel Radio. We're so glad to have him with us this evening, along with uh, Ms. Cheryl uh, of uh, the family, uh, Mr. James Martone and Mr. James Martone Sr. himself. So at this particular time, we're going to ask Mr. Martone to take his time and give us the full detail of what's going on as we record this show this evening and tell us exactly his feelings with justice right now. Go ahead, Mr. Martone. Well, I'm not sure how to begin this, but uh, this was just a simple divorce that went wrong um because the cops decided to put their nose in my son's marital business with two police officers sent to harass sexually harassing text messages to his wife while he was trying to save his marriage and then he got set up by um he got a phone call from his wife who asked him to come over and watch his children and then used it against him that he was broke a restraining order. And then after that, when they came and arrested him for breaking the restraining order, they beat him to a pulp. They busted his face, both eye sockets, busted eardrum, broken, two broken ribs, two broken vertebrae. And then they let him out on bond, all beat up and put a monitor on him. And then a, a few months later, um, his wife uh, um, and him somehow were communicating again and he was driving over in his neighborhood 
and he got chased by the wife's new boyfriend who banished a gun on him and chased him in a high-speed chase, and he crashed. When he crashed, he fled the scene. The boyfriend chased him with a loaded gun, and my son took refuge in the garage of a stranger's house who called the police, and then they charged him with burglary from hiding in this lady's house from the man that was chasing him with a gun. And he's been in jail now two and a half years almost, and he hasn't even really seen a lawyer yet. He hasn't gotten the depositions we paid for two years ago. Um, it took him 11 months for them to get the depositions, and it's been another it's been another six or seven months since the deposition and then we hired a private investigator and the body cam of the officer that beat my son up has been sealed because two months later i asked um, my son's original lawyer to asked for a blood test on the police officer because I believe that he had roid rage because he was a muscle head and I used to be one myself. They sealed his autopsy. Um, they sealed his body cam. And when I went and then and then on New Year's, he decided to commit suicide. And they put it, he didn't do it right. And they had him in the hospital for three days on life support, took him off of life support and he died. And then his girlfriend, another police officer shot herself. They had a one month old baby boy. So my son was originally arrested and given an injunction and to stay away from his wife, except the police decided they weren't going to stay away from his wife. Two police officers sex, sent sexual harassing text messages and were caught and were punished. But then this other police officer decided to beat my son to a pulp. And then that police officer killed himself. And then when my son, who was a born again Christian, just, just hearsay. When he went to the prosecuting office to, to get a public defender, uh, he was assigned a gay public defender who asked him out. So we couldn't use that public defender. So we have hired our own de defend lawyer to defend my son. And then that lawyer quit. And now I've had to hire a new lawyer, but it took me months to get a lawyer because of the police officer committing suicide. No one wants to take the case.
And that's about all I can give you for information. My son didn't hurt anybody. He only went to his house to watch his kid because his wife asked him to. And his wife has already been married before and she's put her first husband in jail as well. So this is a pattern. And I really am not sure what else I can say. I don't want to um, get into their personal business. This is more about what the police have done to my son and the system. It's been two years. He's been in a pay, prof, pay profit jail where they charge you for everything. Um, we're spending hundreds of dollars keeping him going. And we don't know how to fix it or how it's supposed to be fixed. What do we do? Where do we go? Um, they charged him with burglary for hiding from a man with a gun. Yet the man bragged that, yes, he did chase him with a loaded gun. And yet they did nothing to that man, a civilian chasing my son through a residential area with a loaded gun. They just let that slide. So there's a bunch of things that is just not fair. <laughs> I mean, my son has been a model citizen and has been in jail for over two and a half or close to two and a half years. And he hasn't even seen a judge yet. He's only seen a lawyer once or twice. And like I said, it's been almost two years. It took almost a year, 11 months to get the original depositions. And now it's taken over six months later still, and we still don't have a copy of them. He hasn't received any paperwork since August of the 2001, I mean 2021. So we don't even know what's going on with this case. But like I said, the officer's autopsy and body cam have been sealed. So maybe it'll show or has something on it that'll show what I'm talking about. And when I asked my lawyer to ask for the blood work on the officer while he was still alive, she laughed at me and told me this wasn't CSI. And I believe if they would have asked that officer for some blood work, he may still be alive today because he may have asked for help instead of killing himself for just a few months later. And I also asked for my son's and daughter-in-law's phone records to prove that my son didn't go to the house uninvited that he was invited to the house. I know my son should have been smart enough to not break the restraining order, but he was invited by his wife to watch his children. And then she put it on tape and it now is using it against him. So that's where I stand. That's all the information I have. And I can't seem to get any 
any other information from any other source. Okay, do you have, hold on just a minute. Okay, do you have um, any court documents at all? No, sir, I haven't, we haven't received anything. Two year, over two years, we haven't received anything at all. All I have is a inmate copy of the arrest affidavit. Okay. All right, and uh, you got a re attorney on retainer now? Yes, I an attorney, a female, <clears throat> and she was she was uh, not very cooperative. She uh, didn't want to really represent my son. She kept telling us that my son was guilty, and and. I explained to her about, you know, asking for blood tests on the officers and how two other officers had sexually harassed his wife. See, my son is autistic. So for every action, there's an opposite and equal reaction. My son was trying to save his marriage and two police officers decided to take their business. So now he's on a mission to get his wife back. Well, that mission made him break the restraining order because two police officers are now harassing his wife. Okay, my son doesn't understand. Okay, your wife asked you over. You're going over there thinking you're doing a good thing. She was setting him up to break the restraining order. And so now, so they charged him with burglary in his own house. So she she set him up. Yep, she called him up and said, "Come on over and take care of the kids while I go get my other son, who had, get his son, get his car registered." Now that son is twenty years old, but his father has been in jail. And he's going to be in jail for the rest of his life. She put a man in jail already with the same kind of situation that she's doing now. She's claiming she's in fear for her life. Okay. All right. Now, the attorney that you presently have is... He's uh, a brand-new attorney. The one, that the, you, the one that you have now is your attorney, but she is not cooperative well um, no, we haven't been able to the, the attorney I have now is is new the first attorney would not cooperate and kept saying that he was guilty and she would not look into the sexual um, harassment by the police officer and the uh, defense attorney that the state tried that tried to pick up my son. So she laughed at me like, like the sexual harassment didn't matter. And then she laughed at me when I said, my son got, you know, they tried to kill my son. They tried to pour um, pepper spray down his throat. They had his pants around his ankles and his handcuffs on him and were pepper spraying and beating him in the face. And he, he couldn't. They kept on telling him not to resist, 
but he couldn't help but resist because of the position they had his body in. There was nothing he could do. He could, and every time he tried to talk, they tried to put pepper spray down his throat. So, you know, he was beat senseless, but he, he had a chance to see his kids. Um, that was, you know, first, you know, it, he didn't know he was going to get beat senseless. He went over there to see his kids because it was an opportunity to see his children. That's all he wanted to do. But she's already done this before. She's already put a man in jail for life. So, you know, so she knows what she's doing and she's using she's using the system. She's not paying for anything. She's having the state protect her. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what else to say. You know, I mean, my son, he thought he was doing the right thing because they had been going through counseling and the church for like 10 years trying to save their marriage. And, mm. you know, that, that's not what this is about, though. This is about how the police treated my son. Okay. How they interfered in his life, how they got in, they sexually harassed his wife they physically beat him up then the officer that beat himself beat him up commits suicide so my son can't even you know meet him face to face in a court of law um we're just at our you know it's been two and a half years almost and and nothing's nothing's happened at all we i mean we haven't even gotten Discovery. Okay, so the lawyer that you got now, that uh, she's waiting for the same thing. She's having problems getting from the state. Okay, so she ain't doing nothing. Just, just hogging she, the case. Just sitting there on the case and and not actually working the case. Well, I can't say that for sure because she's a new lawyer, and I just met her one time, and it seemed like. We were actively working the case, and then once we hired a private detective and everything got sealed, everything stopped. Okay, why did they seal everything up? The man committed suicide. We don't know why. And so did his girlfriend, and she was a police officer too. And they were both police officers of the year. The year that they beat my son up, he, he was a police officer, and then on New Year's Eve, he decides to commit suicide. Okay. So I don't know what he had done or was doing to lead him to that, but I think the, what he did to my son was just another notch in his his conscience, you know, that said, hey, I'm doing bad things. And what else was he up to that it was that bad that he had to kill himself with a one-month-old baby boy? And he was married to a, another police officer who, who was officer of the year. He had the perfect life, except that he was violent at his job. 
when I asked for records of, of, you know, about his, all the people that he arrested, if I read the paperwork correctly, he had been involved in almost, you know, 50 incidents, maybe more, what ended in hands-on, you know, where either he was attacked or he had to attack somebody to because they were out of control. Okay, that was the reason he said he had to hurt my son was because my son tried to escape. Okay, now this police officer, is he still active? Is he... No, he's dead. Oh, that's right. Okay, that's right. He, he, that was one you say he committed suicide as well. Yeah. So there have been three deaths. The police officer, uh, you've mentioned two other deaths. No, not deaths. Two other police officers sexually harassed my daughter-in-law. Oh, okay, okay. Text messages. All right. Is that still going on now? No, they settled those two. Okay. Now, she was able to settle it because she was a female and she went through the state. All right? My son hasn't been able to do anything. The state is trying to prosecute him because they're making this young cop trying to make him look like a hero. If you understand what I'm saying. At first it was, woe is me, poor police officer, had a terrible job, da, da, da. Being a cop is terrible because this happened. You got to remember this started in 2019. So the political atmosphere has changed from 2019 to here we are in 2023. He was treated from 2019 to 2022 as, you know, he's innocent, so proven guilty. We just can't afford the bond. The bond is over $170,000. So he said he was willing to do his you know, it's time till court time came. Well, it's been two years now. And they still haven't even given us discovery yet. And they sealed the officers, you know, toxicology. I want to check to see if he was on steroids. And he had roid rage. That affects your brain. Was he on any antidepressants? Was he, you know, should a man that's on antidepressants be allowed to carry a gun? You know, was he on antidepressants? I don't know, but they sealed his autopsy and the toxicology. Why? Was there something in his, in it that incriminated him? How do I find out if they sealed it? All right, the district. How do I find out what's on his body cam if they sealed his body cam? Mm -hmm. There was another. There was another officer there, and there was an EMS officer there because they had to call the EMS to because they beat up my son so bad. Okay. They had to call the ambulance to take care of my son. All right. Now, I do it as I'm not a private investigator or or a lawyer or an attorney. But how come we're not going for the body cam for the police, other police officer and the EMSs that were there? 
those should be subpoenaed and they should be used as evidence of what damage they did to my son. Okay. The district attorney, uh, what is he doing? Not a thing. All right, you got you got all his information and all that stuff. Uh, I got nothing. I got nothing from the other side, from the prosecutor's office. We have nothing. You, you got to be kidding. No. Uh, we have nothing. That, that's enough right there to have the whole case uh, thrown out right there. Yeah, we have nothing. My son has hasn't gotten anything since August of two thousand one. I mean, 21. I keep saying 2001. It's 2021. But you got to remember, this all started in 2019 when he got thrown out of his house. Got it. Got it. Okay. So it's been four years. Do you know what I mean? And he spent two, oh, close to two in jail, still eligible for bond. Except the bond is so high, we can't do nothing about it. What's the He's bond? Innocent. The bond is you know at what? A hundred? What you said? The bond was a hundred and seven thousand. Hundred and seventy-four thousand. Even if they would have put him in for a bond reduction, uh, brother Howard, that would have even been in his favor. But this prosecutor and this, even his uh, the attorney for what I'm looking at. I don't know what they're doing, uh, but as as I spoke uh, earlier today uh, to the justice team, uh, this is something that as a legal advocate for uh, Mr. Uh, Martone and his family, I'm not going to stand for and I'm not going to let uh, St. Lucia County uh, or the state of Florida uh, continue this madness of just want to lock up somebody and throw away the key without them pleading their innocence. Uh, this is another sign of injustice, and uh, I'm just asking again uh, today. I'm, I'm going to send an email tonight uh, back to DOJ again because uh, I'm, I'm just fed up with how we treat our citizens and these United States based on hearsay and based on just someone. Uh, most of the time in a case like this is a woman that, that, that has gone up and said, okay, uh, he did this to me. He did that to me. Oh, we're going to take your word. Whether it's true or false. And that's what happened in this case right here. Am I correct, Mr. James? Yes, you are. You're very correct. I, and I, I even have um, my son was smart enough to take pictures um, and of uh, text messages and stuff where she um, admits and confesses to beating him and making him sleep outside and mm, mm, mm. and hurting him and that he had had been going to counseling and and she's she kept a a, a log of how she abused him and she even had it on the internet but they've taken it off the internet it was on Facebook. She, oh, wow. she confessed on Facebook that she laid hands on him. Mm. Uh, All right. So, now, now, I got a question about the uh, present attorney. It seems that the attorney is not defending him, but 
assisting the state in doing what they do into him. The attorney is, see, my original attorney was assisting the state, and we complained, and the owner of the law group, Muska Law Group, fought with me and said that I wasn't going to get a new attorney. My son asked for a new attorney. He wanted a male Christian attorney, and the owner of Law said he wasn't playing any political games. He was going to get the lawyer he was assigned, and that's too bad. But we had already paid the lawyer, so what were we going to do? We couldn't fight with him. Well, then eventually, this How much, lawyer uh, quit. How much y'all paid that lawyer? How much you paid the lawyer? The the first the first lawyer that was assigned to us from Muscalaw, her name is Sasha Bana. She got she either quit or got fired. When I asked her to take care of the sexual harassment civil suit, she told me she laughed at me and like said that ain't gonna happen. Now she advertises by herself on the internet as a sexual harassment lawyer. Okay, yeah. Okay. Now the lawyer that I have now was an independent lawyer. She she was an independent lawyer. That's the reason I picked her was because it said that she dealt with children with autism. My son has is an adult with autism. He's had autism since he's a little kid. We have all the proof and all the stuff that has him, you know, proves that he's has AD, AD, ADH, and all those other letters you want to throw out there. But he's 40 years old now. He was 37 when he went into jail. He's four, He's going to be 40 in December. All right. Now, this new attorney that we have, it was the reason I hired her is because she is, is supposed to, she advertised that she dealt with autism. Okay, so everything was going good in the beginning because we had gotten away from Muscalaw and we were with an, uh, an independent attorney who had been hired by Muscalaw as like a contractor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, now when you look up my attorney, she's advertising as working for Muscalaw. She's no longer an independent. She's now working for Muscalaw, who was the guy that was doing nothing with the first original attorney. Wow. So you... So now I'm not getting... So in actuality, um, you don't have no attorney. We're, we're paying lots of money. In fact, they want more money from us now. How much have you paid them already? I can't tell you that. I don't have the numbers. Okay. I can I can tell you the numbers in private if you don't mind, and but my wife would have to tell you. Oh. Twelve thousand in the beginning. So what now? Tell them again, Cheryl. 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 Hello. Yes, I'm waiting. Can you hear? Me? Yeah, how much? Yes. yes, can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. 
Oh. Uh, 12000 in the beginning uh, paid up front, and Muscalaw said they would take care of everything. But we really haven't gotten any results. At all. We haven't even gotten... Asked many discovery. times. And it's been two years. Copies of depositions. The private investigator that we heard after, uh, he is having a hard time getting any information because the clerk's office at the courthouse will not give him any information that's supposed to be public. Okay. Still to this day, we don't have any information of when there's an end in sight. So they are just taking advantage of the fact he's got autism, the fact that he's Ooh. Okay, Dr. McCorvey. Um, Dr. McCorvey. Yes, sir, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Um, where are you in regards to addressing the situation with the legal side where they just didn't start stonewalling and not giving his family information about this? His son for over two and a half years. What? What's? Have? Where are you in 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 the process of beginning to break loose the logjam so that the situation can be addressed? Well, uh, two things. Uh, again, uh, good afternoon, family. It's two things that I'm going to address uh, with the Department of Justice. Uh, again, I meet with them on Wednesday. Uh, of this upcoming week, uh, just for this case right here uh, in Washington, D.C. And there's two things I'm going to address with the, uh, the Department of Justice. Number one, uh, they need to dig into uh, the records of St. Lucia County and see how uh, they have escaped the law and ha ha how they are treating, mistreating and not uh, paying attention to the constitutional rights of Mr. James Martone Mart Mart Jr., his son. Okay. You know, that's, that's number one. The second part of this is this, uh, that the Florida Law Enforcement Division, who I, I contacted earlier today about this case, they have ignored the claims they're saying that they have not received anything pertaining to this from uh, IA or anybody else. Now, I have friends that work for internal affairs in other counties and uh, in Florida, and I'm going to make it my business to make some contacts to find out why they are ignoring the claims of Mr. James Martone. It's not right. Nothing about the situation is right. And I'm going to stand on the pivotal of justice to make sure that we get every single thing we need to help Mr. Martone. Uh, I, I don't want to hear anything when it comes to uh, them not getting reports, them not getting a, fair, a share of the courts, and that this is just uh, got to play out. I don't want to hear that. You know, uh, this is not just going to play out. Uh, we are going to bat for them as an advocate for justice, and we are going to uh, stand in the gap for Mr. James Martone. 
the third. All right. So, um, and you will be seeing the, uh, the federal people, what, Monday? Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday. For Mr. Wednesday. Martin, it'll be, I got him scheduled for Wednesday. Okay. Okay. Wednesday. Okay. All right. So next week is my DOJ week, Department of Justice week. I'll be in D.C. all week. Uh, uh, so I'll be with the Department of Justice all week, really. Okay. All right. I have, um, in listening to this, it's just, uh, it's amazing how um, the criminal justice system can do what they do because uh they this know was there's... just supposed to be an easy divorce. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But then the first two police officers stuck their nose in their business and yeah. started sending sexual you know, harassment text messages, which sent my son off the deep end. You know, my son's, you know, he, he has, yeah. he, you know, he's got autism and OCD and, and, he didn't know how to respond to having the police first, you know, sexually harass his wife and then beat him to a pulp. And, you know, and then it's, it's like he reacted to the stimuli that was fed to him, you know. Yeah. By them beating him and humiliating him and doing that, sent him off in a different direction. And you got to also remember that this happened during COVID, right? My my son was had been living outside for months. She had thrown him out of the house, and COVID happened. He had nowhere to go, and my then my died. His grandmother within days of him moving in with me and then they locked everything down and his boss his best friend got COVID and died and then he was out of a job <laughs> and it just it just kept on building and building and building and they showed up at my house one time with six police officers and while they were at my house not one of them would wear there to arrest him and I was um, in the middle of chemotherapy and I I was ballooned up to eighty. I had blood clots throughout my body when I told him my name because my name is the same as my son's they tried to throw the handcuffs on me hmm. then one of the police officers started putting uh, knee pads on and elbow pads on like he was ready for a fight he said that he had seen my son because they had been following my son and that my son was a bodybuilder. My son is a bodybuilder. My son was 150 pounds at the time of the arrest. What they saw was one of my, my friends from when I used to work out at the gym when my son wasn't around would come over and take me to the store and help me because I had cancer. So they were, uh, uh, someone that had nothing to do with anything in my life except just being a friend. And they thought that was my son. If you put him standing, 
You're, you're breaking up real bad. You know? Yeah. So they were they were actually following or thought they were following my son around and they were following uh, an innocent person around. So, you know, it was just they, the whole thing was a joke. They sent six people to arrest them at my house. And I lived in a small one-bedroom apartment, and it had a door that separated my apartment from the next-door neighbor's apartment. And it's double-locked, and this cop would not leave that door alone. I asked him over and over and over, go, please leave that door alone. It goes into the neighbor's apartment. And he wouldn't stop messing with the door. And then, then the people next door... Uh, complain to the landlord and the landlord wouldn't renew my lease because of the police. It's like the police ruined, the police did this. The police ruined everything. You know, it was just supposed to be a simple divorce. But when they started the sexual text messaging and then they gave him a, a, a gay uh, attorney knowing that he was a born again Christian, and you know, it's like it's like they were trying to like vendetta him or get back at him because his wife complained about the sexual harassment text messages. You know, it, it got really ugly, it got to the point where they were trying, they, they were threatening to hurt him. I, I had cancer and I was sitting in the back porch. And they would come power my house at like two, three o'clock in the morning, and my son wouldn't stay at the house anymore because he knew the police were looking for him and that they wanted to hurt him. And he was right. When they found him at my house, they hurt him. They broke through the back door and they beat him to a pulp. Uh, um, okay. I, it, it, it's. Okay. And then. Like I said, then the officer turned on and killed himself a few months later. Yeah. Okay, Dr. McCorvey. Um, yes, sir. Um, is yes, there sir. anybody else that can add anything to it? Because they don't have no paperwork uh, in in two and a half years from the people that are holding him. Um, so. Uh, Basic, basically, uh Brother Howard, uh, what I want to do is uh, I'm going to call uh, Florida law enforcement. I got another call with them tomorrow uh, because I'm carrying all this to DOJ. One of the things that DOJ uh, did send me a uh, message on is that they want to know uh, why a they had a lot of questions for me. And he just answered some of the questions, but they had a lot of questions for me because they want to know why. Uh, Florida law enforcement and why St. Lucia County did not do their job. That's one of two of the things that uh, uh, that they want to know right now. You know, the Department of Justice. So they also uh, to find out whoever did the evaluation who who nominated them as officers of the year, and they both commit suicide. Obviously, that guy doesn't know how to evaluate his officers. He had two of them commit suicide. Correct. He needs to be retrained. Exactly. So, so, so this this is where we are. Uh, we, when we do this on next week, we bring everybody out out, out, out of the woodshed per se. 
Uh, we're not going to leave not one rock unturned in this case. Okay, okay. You, you got know. you got the name of the two police officers that committed suicide. You got all that right? I don't have. I only have the officer that the the male officer that committed suicide, the female officer, his girlfriend. It's all on the internet. Okay. It's everything is on the internet, and you can see if you watch. Watch the internet, the way the stories changed. He was a hero. Then it was a terrible tragedy. And now it's like they're trying to, like, um, make cops look, in a, you know, trying to put articles out about how bad it is for police and how we need to, you know, take care of our police force. And right now, in our neighborhood, the police force is calling everybody on some private number trying to get donations, and I, you know, I just hang up. But. Okay, um, so we can, we, don't can have, we still I, can we still it's act? It's all on the internet. I mean, everything is on there. The name of the baby, the his name, his girlfriend's name, everything. Okay, now when I go on the internet to, to search, uh, I I just uh, type in. Uh, James Martone. Uh, when you go on the internet to search, if you're searching for my son, you could do that. But if you're looking for um, the names of the officers that committed suicide, you would just do a search that said "name of officers in Port St. Lucie that committed suicide," and it'll pop right up to the first one right on the screen. Okay. James Martone Jr. He's the third. I'm junior. Okay. Oh, he's a senior. Okay. You junior. Okay. All right. No, I'm my the senior's dead. Yeah. Okay. Senior's my dad. I'm the junior, and my son is the third. Okay. Okay, Doctor McCorvey. Um. Um. I guess we move forward so far as taking everything to the feds. Yes, sir. All right. Thank you. That's, that's our next step. And uh, to the uh, Martone family and to uh, Ms. Cheryl, we want to thank you all for being on the uh, radio uh, broadcast with us today. Uh, this will uh, be uploaded and shared with the public uh, and on uh, this upcoming uh, week. And uh, we want to thank you all for participating in this uh, radio interview with us today. Uh, we want to thank you from Hopsey Gospel Radio and also from the National Association of Black Defenders. Uh, Fending America with the truth, standing on the promises of God that the truth will be known. Uh, so we want to really thank you all for this. Uh, Brother Howard? Okay. Do you have any more? No, if you don't mind, close it with prayer. Yes, sir. Father God, we come in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for your guidance, your peace, and your love. Father God, we pray in the name of Jesus that Mr. James Martone III will find relief from all his suffering, his pain, and agony that he's going through. Father God, we know that you are just God and, and that you will seek justice on his behalf. Father God, we thank you right now, Jesus, that he's standing on your promise. We thank you for Miss Cheryl and, and Mr. James Martone II and and his other family members, Lord, we thank you for them. Lord, enable us, Lord, 
to have when we talk to leaders and in, in our investigative team with DOJ on next week, Lord, that you will reign. And Lord, you have the last words, and the truth will be known. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Thank you so yeah. much, gentlemen. Really. Yeah. This is uh we needed this. Yes. Um, I have the names of the officers if you want them. Uh, please, if you can text me those, yeah, and I can I can pass them on to uh, my investigative team. Very good. Okay, thank you, guys. You all have a wonderful evening now. Thank you, hey, thank you Mike. You too. Okay. Mike. Yes, sir. Thank you very much, man. Man, I'm on your side, man. I'm not giving up until he's free. All right. Thank you. Okay, now you be blessed. Right. You take it easy this evening now. All right, bye. All right. Good night, Cheryl. Good night. Good night. Thank you. I love you. You're welcome. Thank you. You all. Thank you. You just got through listening to um, uh, the testimony and uh, doing the interview of um, James Martone in regards to um, what has happened in the case. And uh, Dr. McCorver will be moving it forward to the feds. Uh, Department of Justice on Wednesday. On behalf of all of us here at House Seed Production Gospel, Blog Talk Radio, um, and the National Association of Black Defenders, we thank you all for listening, and uh, we will continue the effort to get justice and break loose the logjam or quagmire of criminal justice cases that are just sitting. In, 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 in. Hey, yeah, Mike. We're, we're ready for the last one now. Okay. All right. Okay. Let me go ahead and uh, upload this one and uh, get all of them ready for. Um, I'm going to upload all, all four of them when I get them all forward to uh, Blog Talk Radio. Okay. That sounds good. And right. then let me ask you something. Can you send it to. Uh, to uh, the website tomorrow, too, to uh, to to our website. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, that'll work. Okay then. All right. Okay. 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 I I'll, I'll, I'll put you in a minute. All right. All right. All right.